Welcome to Shooting the Frisbees with your hosts, Jake and Randy, discussing all things freestyle frisbee and whatever else that comes up. Welcome to Shooting the Frizz Breeze with Jake and Randy. Hey, Jake, how you doing today? I'm great. How are you, Randy? I'm doing fabulous. And one thing that I realize is that we never uh, let folks know who our guest intro was. We asked folks to see if they could figure out who the voice was of our guest intro. And we had quite a few guesses, but nobody got the right answer. So here's who it is. It is, or was... Eduardo Turi from Rovereto. So thanks, Ido, for your efforts. Yes, thanks, Ido. That was great. Speaking of things that were really fun and cool, city versus city results. How much fun was the finals? It went right down to the last 1v1 battle to decide the winner. I know. That was incredible. It was super exciting. Like I was on the edge of my seat, like, oh my God, they're battling it out. And it was really interesting to see the strategy that was being employed and what New York City's choices were and then how Berlin responded and vice versa. And really, the quality of play was incredible. I mean, the pairs especially is what stood out to me. Uh, James and Ted, James Wiseman and Ted Oberhaus. And then you had Freddie Finner and Fabian Dinklager. And they both just hit it. And Berlin went up first. And I was like, oh, man, they got that. And then New York City responded. And James and Ted just laid it down. It was it was a difficult choice, but uh, I think that the judges got it right in awarding it to New York City. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. But it was it could have gone either way. It was very close. Um no doubt. co-op, it was very close. Like both teams oh. really showed up and shredded. It was interesting how Ted went up first in 1v1 and then when he won, James, you could kind of hear him say, "Okay, we're going off script. I'm up next." Cuz he suddenly he thought, "Okay, we're going for the close." And right. then when he won, it was one one battle away and then it was like new york couldn't quite close the door after that berlin and yeah. once they couldn't berlin had it they just kept shredding every one of them every one of the yep. berlin's 1v1s they just shredded for the victory and so now berlin has the keys to the city of haynesville and is they've won the crown of haynesville yeah yeah and uh so with that shall we get into our episode Yes. Yeah, so we are going to finish up our conversation with Chipper Bro Bell, and I think you'll enjoy. What three players would you take with you to a hard pack beach in Thailand with perfect wind coming off the ocean and just waiting for the dream jam to happen? Who would be your three players that you would like to bring with you? Hmm. Good question. Well, quite frankly, I think... This is with sincerity. I'm kind of stoked, but I kind of think about people that you know. I generally, you know, love hanging out with and playing with, and there's just awesome all the time. But I always thought it would be fun. Let's see if I can get it. I think it might be Randy, Sylvie, and Carolyn Hubbard. Yeah, uh, and so three, one more. Um, I think it'd be fun to have, you know, like. Uh, I don't know who's out. I think a European player, and I think it would be a total beginner. It'd be somebody that's seriously and passionate, but it'd be somebody we could just stoke out and just just go, okay, let's go, and give you know, them an experience that they could have talked about late years later. I have the perfect guy for you. He's this new Polish kid, Kuba Radwanski. That's who you want. Whoa, good choice. Did you say? Yeah. Did you say Kubo? 
Kuba, K-U-B-A. Remember that name, Kuba Radwanski. Okay. The Polish scene is exploding right now. It's crazy. It's really, really I'm inspiring. I'm excited to hear that. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going to take a peekaboo at that. But that's kind of it. You know, I picture everyone nice. there, you know, but yeah, it'd have to be some flow. I'm honored that you would include me in that tribe. So uh, I will go buy the tickets to Thailand right now and let's go make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, also from the top of my head, I wanted to say that at the top of that list too was my, uh, our former beautiful, beautiful friend, Dave Bailey. He was such a joy to be around and play with, yeah. you know, bless his heart. He passed, but, um, he was so fun to be around. And at the time in the eighties, I dubbed him the best beach player in the world. At one point, he was amazing. Not, not as great as he was on, on lawn or grass or indoors, but his beach play by far the best for you know about two years he was amazing yeah he was one of those underrated players that uh, i think uh people didn't realize just how deep his game was yeah yeah he was very innovative stylish won some tournaments you know but he was a little hard on himself too he didn't let go and and then grow even more he hung on to stuff yeah dave bailey rest in peace brother mm-hmm. yeah Chip, what is your favorite trick? You know, I'm kind of proud of some of the innovations that came up with, like, you know, I'm kind of proud I feel I innovated pull up the roots or, you know, push monster hard and and uh, a couple others, slight moves that that I felt were original that made me feel more favorite. But I think my favorite trick is when it effortlessly is caught in a really difficult situation. And so it may not be a single trick, like a move that I love to do, but it's a move that was like, oh my God, that just felt like it went through me, not around me. And those are some of my favorite times when I like, like a, a, a somehow a reverse guidance and it's in, in, in a pinch with your thumb and, and just your first finger. You know, it's just with two finger catch or something that's just so, just so smooth. But it was like, shit, that was so hard. Again, going back to trying to make difficult look easy and then having that easiness go into a catch where you're like, fuck, I thought that was going to be harder, but it's doable. Yeah, I love that and feeling. Then, yeah, isn't that neat? Yeah. You're like, how did that just like floated softly into my hand and I barely, barely closed my hand and it stayed. Yeah. I love spinning guy, uh, spinning scarecrows, yeah. uh, brushes, spinning scarecrow brushes, and then brushes. I, I used to like, and I wish people would do it more. Maybe they are. I don't know. But front rolls that go under the leg, front roll, push it back under a leg, or push it back under a double leg over, working the airbrushing with legs, leg overs into rolls, back rolls with leg over, or or doing like, pushes in i don't know what you call the moves but just trying innovation of rolls with legs lots of legs yeah you were the king of that but you also have to have a body to be able to match that uh, <laughs> that mat, that area to go to my legs are so big and thick i couldn't i can't lift it that high yeah you might be able to do like a front roll how about a front roll and then you shoot it under a uh, bad attitude but I can't do a bad attitude because my calves are so huge. <laughs> I've never done a bad attitude in my life, as a matter of fact. I can't get there. 
That's hospital. I go um, there. That's hospital. I'm reflecting on those uh, Z videos of you doing those moves, and they're just so beautiful. And it's so it looks unreal how your leg goes on over the disc, and then it's rolling across your chest. And it's like your hands are so low when you start the roll, and yet it just comes right up and then goes right back down and out. It's you know I've always wanted to do that, and I've maybe successfully done it three times in my life. My legs, mm. I don't, I just can't get my legs that high. Yeah, it takes that that that's kind of a snap for a second, and then you scoop it a bit with that left hand scoop to get it to roll across. And then I love the idea to get a a front roll clock, left leg over, front roll, keeping the left leg up back under the left leg. Oh, and if that's you spin brilliant. that properly, so you go. And you can actually go into a uh, switch leg reverse guidus right off of it. I can totally see that. And when you say reverse guidus, I think that's what we call gytosis these days. Am exactly, gytosis. Okay. Yep, okay. the osis, a clean osis is really uh, beautiful. I love osis. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites. All you can eat osis buffet is the restaurant I want to open. I love it. That's good. Well, one of the things uh, that I am working on, I'm exploring more of how to use my legs more like my arms for doing rolls. And uh, so, that's kind of what I'm pushing right now. So, Chip, what is your favorite kitchen utensil? It is uh, my uh, scrambled egg flipper. I'm a king yeah. of omelets. More commonly known as a spatula? It's a little different. It's actually an omelet flipper. Omelet flipper. It, it is it, a, it is a spatula, but it's plastic uh, or a rubber, and it could get under the egg in it in a way. It's not a spatula; it's kind of rounded, but has a flat tip to slide under the egg on the edge. And then when they flow the egg yolk onto the hot pan, it just flips it a bit, creating if you push it kind of to the middle, creating a fluff in the middle, creating a fluffier omelet. That's it. Wow. That's great. I just had a visualization of as you get that omelet in that perfect state that you take the omelet flipper and you flip the omelet up in the air and you scarecrow the omelet. I love freestyling with the kitchen utensils. The, the, all of the uh, plates have all done front rolls right into the cabinet and cupboard. Uh, right into the cabinet? <laughs> well, not off the flip. I have to actually grab it and then set it in. <laughs> oh, okay. Right <laughs> like me up right out of the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the plastic plates, uh, yeah, maybe. We went uh, to paper. We went oh, to paper. <laughs> yeah, those were a little safer. So I had a, a story where Frisbee actually kept me out of jail. Do you have any stories about frisbee keeping you out of jail or that? well when we were being held at gunpoint in uh in Whoa. mexico joey and i at this one point and uh it was a rifle and a pistol and these federales had us on the beach and they asked where the drugs were and we didn't have any drugs but we did tell them that we were professional frisbee players trying to use broken spanish english but i ended up picking a frisbee up uh off the beach there and and started doing frisbee tricks for them and uh uh that uh that he said to his partner mucho gusto isaki and everything's fine here and, and they ended up putting their guns away that helped one time and another time in uh, salt lake city i was actually working for patagonia i had picked up a sponsorship called dyersburg 
I made the centerfold of a magazine for outdoor retail show. Went to Salt Lake City and uh, partied down with the crew and had fun and ended up with confetti in my hair. I fell out of a cab and lost my wallet and ended up going back to the airport. And uh, I didn't have any ID, but I had made the centerfold of this magazine and I showed them that and they said, oh, you play Frisbee, huh? I said, yeah, here's my picture and there's my name. This is my ID. And they said, well, do you have a Frisbee on you? And I said, yeah. And I'm literally at the, uh, trying to get a ticket to go in. And uh, I had my ticket. I didn't have the ID and stuff. Anyways, I did Frisbee tricks in the airport for the uh, airline people. And they believed it. And I got on the plane. That's awesome. So you didn't have your ID, but they knew that there was no way you could make that up by showing what your Frisbee skills were. They're like, yeah, that's got to be. That's real. So your ID was the the centerfold in the magazine. That is hilarious. Yeah, it's called Outdoor Retail. It was pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Chip, is there anything that you'd like to say before we let you go? Well, again, I'm uh, so impressed with uh, the new jammers today and who's out there pushing the new envelope from that grassroots level. And again, seeing what the future of our sport looks like and how the Jamley's growing so much. And, uh, and again, it's so amazing for me to, uh, I'm so grateful that my life, my soul, who I am and my whole freestyle to my, uh, my uh, path to enlightenment has been around Frisbee family and love. And that's what I hope everyone continues to share uh, together and continue to splash your art out there and onto your canvases that you have and, and keep sharing that with people. And I'm going to keep my eye out there too. And again, looking forward to if uh, anybody's nearby, look me up and let's jam and looking forward to hanging out with uh, uh, you, Jake and, and your beautiful family and, 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 uh, Randy and you guys, I know I'll see you guys soon. Thank you so much for giving us your timing, letting, letting us share your story with, with the folks out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah I'm yeah. a big fan of your guys' show. It's amazing. I love Chip. It's so, you can't help but just be super happy after you listen to Chip and talk to Chip because he's just got such a positive energy. I mean, he's an inspiration. (laughs) He really is. And I really enjoyed our conversation with him. And, you know, it's just been a joy to kind of do that journey with him to how he started. And there's still so much more that we could discuss. And I know that we have talked about getting uh, the rest of the Bud Light team on uh, Joey Hudoklin and Crazy John, just so we can discover and learn more about that Bud Light experience because that was rich and uh, we've barely even talked about that. So we have that to look forward to in the future. And speaking of future, uh, upcoming on the calendar, the tournament calendars, we have Frisbeer coming up at the beginning of March. And that's always uh, a big tournament, always super exciting. And of course, we will be live streaming. So everybody has that to look forward to. So Frisbeer, Beginning of March, live stream. I think you will all enjoy that very much. Definitely. I just want to say thank you to all of our supporters, all of our patrons, and those who donate. Uh, you're the ones that make the live streams and everything else possible. It uh, really helps keep the lights on here. So with that, I'll talk to you next time. Talk to you next time, Jake.
Thanks for listening to Shooting the Frisbees with Jake and Randy. To contact us or for more info, check us out at frisbeeguru.com. Home to Haynesville, Shooting the Frisbees, and live streaming freestyle frisbee. Oh, yeah!